It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It's the Locked On Podcast Network. Local experts on the biggest stories. Locked On Vikings on the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome to the program, episode 429. Sam Ekstrom with you, at Sam Ekstrom on Twitter, VikingsBeatWritersZoneCoverage.com. You can become a member at zonecoverage.com, $23.99 for one full year of content, whether it be podcasts, writing, special events as well, draft guides, the whole nine yards, zonecoverage.com. A happy belated Father's Day to every dad out there. I hope you were able to spend it with your dad if your dad is still around, and if your dad is not, my condolences go out to you. I'm thinking about... Daughters and sons who have lost their dad and dads who have unfortunately lost daughters and sons. That's also a segment of the population. And to all of you, we express our condolences and wish you a happy belated Father's Day once again. I was up at the lake spending time with my father, did some fishing, did some kayaking, had a great time. And back at it this week, the six-week hiatus essentially begins now. Vikings off until the final week of July. They have dispersed for a mandatory minicamp on Thursday. They had the big lunch picnic. All the alumni were there, and then the coaches say, keep your nose clean and get on the road. So the next six weeks will be on nonsense watch. Does anybody get into trouble in the next month and a half? Hopefully not if you're a Vikings fan. Today we're going to discuss the latest Ring of Honor inductee for the Minnesota Vikings, and I'm going to talk about my big picture takeaways from OTAs and minicamp. What I learned from the sum of those four weeks of practices, has anything changed since it all began? But first, a message to the guys out there, maybe some of the guys are also dads, and maybe you're remembering back to those days when you had that little extra confidence in the bedroom and you'd like to get it back. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue, like the color, blue. It's bluechew.com, bringing you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them whenever, daytime, nighttime, full stomach, and they're chewable, so they work up to twice as fast as a pill, twice as fast. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. No more going in to talk to an awkward physician in person. You don't have to wait in line, red-faced and blushing at the pharmacy. And just in general, you avoid the spotlight of awkwardness. Blue Chew is made in the USA. It prepares and ships directly. They're cheaper than a pharmacy. It's got it all going for it. Right now, there's a special deal for our listeners BlueChew.com to get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code LOCKEDON. $5 shipping is all you have to pay. 
Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code locked on to try it free. Blue Chew, the better, cheaper, faster choice. Thank you, Blue Chew, for sponsoring the podcast. The latest member of the Vikings Ring of Honor has been announced. Last year, it was Randy Moss and Ahmad Rashad. This year, not a player, but a coach. A coach who, last year, passed away, Dennis Green. Will be posthumously inducted into the Ring of Honor in 2018 during the September 23rd Week 3 game against Buffalo. The statement from Mark Wilth. Dennis Green's impact on the Minnesota Vikings and really the entire NFL is still felt to this day. In addition to being widely regarded as one of the NFL's top coaches, Denny was also known as a great mentor and leader by all who had the fortune of being in his presence. We're extremely honored to forever memorialize Denny and his family in the Vikings Ring of Honor, and we're looking forward to the induction in September. It's a good time for me, I think, to recall... The stories that Randy Moss told about Dennis Green last year when he was discussing his induction into the Ring of Honor. A fun bit of nostalgia here. Randy Moss reflecting. He said that day, if you know Coach Green, you know he could play the drums. He knew rhythm very good. So he's up here playing the beat on the podium. So we never knew why he was playing that beat. When he started playing the beat, he was basically telling Randall Cunningham... Randall McDaniel, the offense, Chris Carter. This is the rhythm we're going to have to play to the whole night in order for us to be successful. Unquote. What game was he drumming that beat to? Vikings Packers at Lambeau Field, Moss's rookie season. The night when he introduced himself to the nation and the Vikings destroyed the Green Bay Packers on a rainy night in Lambeau on ABC. One of Moss's finest memories of Coach Green. And Moss said also that day that if Denny Green was still alive, he'd fall in his arms and give him a hug. Moss was emotional that day. Denny Green was incredibly popular. He had a lot of fans in the state. He led this team to a lot of great moments. And he didn't win the big one. But he got the most out of a lot of players that might have been overlooked. Cunningham, Moss, Randall. And he might be the second most legendary coach in Vikings history behind Bud Grant. And Mike Zimmer may be rising to green status, but I think Denny Green just owning the 90s the way he did has certainly earned that Ring of Honor spot. Okay, so what did we learn at Vikings OTAs and minicamp? All the summer exercises are complete. I think the more I think about it, the more I think that the rookie kicker is going to be the most impactful rookie this year. I'm not sure any other first-year player is going to have the same type of role that Daniel Carlson might have. And I'm assuming that Carlson's going to win this job. Mike Prefer tried to throw some, some cold water on it last week by saying Kai's had a great spring, but in the next breath he gave the field goal stats, and Carlson definitely had a better percentage in the charted kicks, but I think it's pretty clear that Daniel Carlson's going to advance and be the kicker of this team. So let's look at the other draft picks, first of all. Mike Hughes, probably going to be a special teams returner, at least on kickoffs. Is he going to play much corner? I don't know this year. I think he'll play some, but certainly not much, probably in a rotational role with Terrence 
McKenzie. Brian O'Neill, I don't know, unless he's in those unbalanced sets, maybe a tackle-eligible tight end on a trick play. I don't know if he's going to play much, barring injury. He has certainly not been playing with the first team at all, and I don't think the team necessarily wants him to be there right now. Jalen Holmes, the defensive tackle. I think he's probably in line to play the most, potentially, of any rookie. He's the clear backup for Sheldon Richardson, but he's got a broken hand, as Mike Zimmer announced last week. And then we're getting further down the list. we got the tight end, Tyler Conklin, probably their third tight end on the depth chart. He'll play 15, 20 snaps, maybe a game if he's healthy. Right now he's hurt. Colby Gossett, the guard, don't see him playing much year one. Ade Aruna, the defensive end, don't know if he makes the team. Devontae Downs, the linebacker, don't know if he makes the team. We're pretty far down the list here, and I don't think there's a rookie that's going to be more impactful than Daniel Carlson because week one, he could be asked to win or lose a game. Remember when Blair Walsh, in his first week, was asked to hit a 55-yard kick to tie it at the buzzer, and he did, and then he kicked the game winner in overtime? That could be Carlson. The rest of the crew, they're going to be eased in. Hughes, Conklin, Holmes, they'll be playing complementary roles comparable to their skill level. Whereas Carlson might be asked to do things early on that will test him and stretch him. I think he's going to be the most important rookie in this class. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Now, if you look beyond the draft picks, there are some other rookies that I think have bolstered their stock during OTA's minicamp. Brandon Zylstra. Some people saying Zylstra. I went to a mostly Dutch school in Iowa where there were a lot of Zylstras with that long Y, Zylstra. I'm going to go with that until told otherwise. He's probably been the best fringe receiver at this point. I think he's exceeded Corey Robertson. I think he's been better than Chad Beebe, better than Jake Winicky, the other Minnesota product. Zylstra could be in the mix for that sixth spot. And early on when I was projecting my wide receivers, I think I had Corey Robertson making it. I would change that to Zylstra because I think he's been slightly better. He's made more splashy catches in these practices. Zylstra could make this team. I previewed the linebacker spot, zonecoverage.com, last week, and I think there's room for not one but two linebackers that you might not have heard of on this team. With Kentrell Brothers suspended for four games, there's going to be room there. I think you've got Antoine Williams, a very likely candidate to make this roster. He was drafted by Detroit, played a little bit for the Lions, even started a few games. Highly athletic, impressive physically. And he actually got some first-team reps when Anthony Barr was out. So Antoine Williams, and then you've got the undrafted free agent Garrett Dooley from Wisconsin, and Brett Taylor from Western Illinois. I think the two of them could duke it out for that sixth spot. I don't know if Devontae Downs is going to make the team. He's been limited so far, rehabbing from that knee injury. He's got a couple knee injuries in his past. 
He wasn't that highly touted coming out of the draft. I just don't know. I think the Vikings could find a way to, to push him to the IR, to the practice squad, and maybe keep one of the healthy, undrafted free agents. We'll see there, but I think there are there are definitely linebacker spots to be had. On the offensive line, it's very evident to me that Mike Remmers is probably going to be the right guard. He's been at right guard every week except for one when apparently Rashad Hill was banged up and they put him at right tackle. But Remmers has made that transition to guard, and I'm not sure they're really even splitting his time anymore. He is at guard most of the last several weeks, all of minicamp. So unless they make a changeup between minicamp and training camp, which could happen, sometimes they evaluate that tape and they say, you know what, this experiment didn't work out. We're going to move him back. That could happen. But from what we've seen, it's Hill at tackle, Remmers at guard, and they want to give them as many repetitions there as possible. I supposed that you might keep Remmers at tackle. I actually liked that option more because I think he's more familiar there and it's easier to maybe deal with someone a little more raw on the inside. But no, Mike Remmers, probably your new right guard. We still haven't seen Elfline yet, but I would predict Reef, Easton, Elfline, Remmers Hill. That's your starting five offensive line at this point. Training camp could change that. And speaking of experiments, they've been putting Anthony Barr a little bit on the edge to do some edge rushing. Now, Mike Zimmer said that that was sort of an experimental thing. They wanted Anthony Barr to be more comfortable rushing against offensive linemen. So they put him right up against those tackles and they had him go mano a mano during minicamp. Does that mean they'll do that necessarily in a game? Maybe not, but... A good use of practice time by Mike Zimmer to put Barr in a challenging situation to help grow him as a player. I like that. There have been times maybe in his career when Barr seemed tentative and they're trying to to get that out of him as he enters this critical contract season and, and maybe he'll have an extension before training camp or shortly after training camp kicks off. It's Locked on Vikings on the Locked on Podcast Network, LockedOnVikings.com and Right now on ZoneCoverage.com, two big features from yours truly. From Friday, it's Adam Thielen. Can he continue his progression from, when you look at his career arc, really no bumps in the road. He's just been rising and rising and rising from the bottom and now all the way to nearly the tippy top. Can he improve again off his 91 catch, 1,276-yard season, the feature on Adam Thielen from Friday? And then today, someone maybe less known Johnny Stanton the fourth quarterback turned fullback he's hurt his knee twice he went to three colleges he's changed his position numerous times and the Vikings switched him around to play a position he'd never played before his grandfather was a World War II combat fighter all of that on Johnny Stanton the fourth zonecoverage.com one of I think the more compelling figures on the 90-man roster, someone who you might not hear about beyond this season or beyond this training camp, but get to know him while he's here because it's an interesting story. That's at zonecoverage.com. This is Locked On Vikings. Thanks so much for listening to Locked On Podcast Network. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.